Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Wooly, the true story of the quest to revive one of history's most iconic extinct creatures. If it wasn't just a dream or a movie stunt, imagine what a miracle it would be if the woolly mammoths of the Ice Age reappeared in front of our eyes, stomping on the ice field. This behemoth that lived in the Ice Age is a close relative of modern elephants, but it was taller and heavier than an elephant. Its ivory was long enough to reach the ground, and its entire body was covered with hair, which is why it's called the woolly mammoth. More than 3,000 years ago, Due to excessive hunting by our human ancestors, woolly mammoths became completely extinct. And guess what, scientists are now using modern genetic technologies to resurrect them. This is not only to make up for the faults humans made to the ecological environment, but also to rebuild the ecology of the Arctic tundra and step across multiple continents and to prevent the melting of glacial permafrost. Only in this way can we stop the emission of large amounts of greenhouse gases contained in permafrost and avoid the looming enormous disasters caused by environmental deterioration. This book describes the story of a group of top scientists working from the HMS Genetics Laboratory to the research stations in the Siberian tundra, using the most cutting-edge genetic technologies to resurrect the woolly mammoth that became extinct 3,000 years ago. The book also elaborates on the potential future impact of the development of biological and genetic engineering on humans and the environment. It should be noted that this book is not science fiction, but a serious and non-fiction popular science book. To write this book, the author read a large amount of materials and interviewed many people involved in the research of this fascinating species. To protect their privacy, he has only changed some story backgrounds and character relationships. The author's ingenuity makes this book reads like a suspense novel, overturning the impression of science being something dry and incomprehensible. By switching among storyboards, between explaining the development of the field of genetics and the hardships and achievements of outstanding scientists, the book offers readers a cinematic experience. The author of the book is Ben Mesrick, a famous Harvard-educated professional writer. He is known for his knack at telling historical stories in an exciting way. He has written a number of best-selling books, some of which have been adapted into films. For example, the Oscar-winning movie The Social Network was based on his book The Accidental Billionaires, and the blockbuster movie 21 was based on his book Bringing Down the House. Some believe that this book woolly the true story of the quest to revive one of history's most iconic extinct creatures could also hit the big screen. Next, we will go through the key content of this book in four parts to see how scientists have used genetic engineering techniques to revive the woolly mammoths. Part 1, Reasons for the Extinction and Resurrection of the Woolly Mammoth Part 2, The Basis for the Resurrection of the Woolly Mammoth Part 3, Difficulties Faced in the Resurrection of the Woolly Mammoth Part 4, The Genes Have Come to Life, So What Lies in the Future? First of all, let's take a look at the woolly mammoth. It is an iconic prehistoric animal with a height of nearly 5 meters and a weight of 20 tons. It had a pair of tusks that were 3 meters long and could touch the ground. Although the woolly mammoths in movies and on TV often have long red hair, 
In fact, they had several types of hair colors, just as humans have different complexions. Their close relatives were modern elephants, but the woolly mammoth's ears and tails were much smaller and shorter than modern elephants, a feature which could reduce heat dissipation. And they also had a particular type of hemoglobin in their body, which helped them endure the severe cold in the Arctic. The woolly mammoths were once broadly distributed in the Arctic, near Arctic Siberia and North America. Unfortunately, at the end of the Ice Age, around 10,000 years ago, the woolly mammoths became extinct due to the deterioration of their environment and mass killing by our human ancestors. The story in our book begins on Vrangel Island, a small island in the Arctic Ocean about 90 miles off the Siberian coast. About 6,000 years ago, the temperature of the Earth's surface rose, and the melting of glaciers raised the water level of Vrangel Island by 15 meters. The seawater thus separated this island from the continent. The woolly mammoths living on the island were trapped and eventually adapted to life on the island for generations. In the following 3-4,000 years, due to the proliferation and expansion of humans, the need for food and animal skins increased, and they began to hunt the woolly mammoths on a wide scale. Soon, woolly mammoths scattered all over the world died out. Only about 500 survived on this cold and isolated island in the north. 3,000 years ago, the climate became even warmer, and our human ancestors continued to migrate north. The floating ice on the sea melted, and hunters came to the island by boat and then rapidly killed off the remaining woolly mammoths. Since then, the woolly mammoths that once roamed the lands around the world became entirely extinct. The extinction of species is originally a natural process, but humans have greatly accelerated this process. In just the past four decades, the Earth has lost half of its creatures. Scientists have estimated that more than 5 billion species have gone extinct on Earth, and human activities directly cause the extinction of more than 1,000 species each year. For example, the red-breasted pigeon in North America also known as the passenger pigeon was one of the largest species in number, and they had lived on Earth for at least 100,000 years. In the early 19th century, there were multiple billions of passenger pigeons in the North American continent. But as European immigrants arrived in North America, combined with the rise of the commercialized use of pigeon meat, the passenger pigeons were hunted in large quantities. By 1900, humans had killed the last passenger pigeon and thus drove the species to extinction. Therefore, from an ethical perspective, some might argue that both the woolly mammoths and passenger pigeons should be resurrected but it is not easy to clone passenger pigeons, as birds grow in eggshells, and it is difficult for laboratories to simulate this process. Besides, although some people might wish to see the vibrant passenger pigeons again, scientists still need a more practical motivation for its resurrection. In October 2012, many top biologists and geneticists gathered in a conference on the subject of the resurrection of extinct species, which combines the fields of molecular biology and conservation biology. Exciting scientific breakthroughs were presented at the conference, one of which was a Spanish team that resurrected a Pyrenean ibex in 2003, which then had been extinct for three years. They transplanted genetic material into the egg cells of domesticated goats to get a single pregnant mother, which later gave birth to a living baby. It's a pity that this little life only lived for 10 minutes because of a deformed lung, 
but these ten minutes were indeed a miracle of science. At this seminar, Sergei Zimov, a scientist who studies the ecological environment of the permafrost zone gave a speech known as the Wild Field Manifesto, which caused a stir among the attendees. He pointed out that the Earth's permafrost stretches across multiple continents, covering 20% of the Earth's surface with a thickness of more than 3 meters. It is very solid and seems to remain unchanged forever. However, Zimov also pointed out that permafrost is a ticking time bomb. As the Arctic warms, and the permafrost begins to melt, a large amount of greenhouse gases such as methane and carbon dioxide will be released. These greenhouse gases will speed up global warming, causing more permafrost to melt. Then more greenhouse gases will be further released, forming a vicious circle. This vicious circle will continue to accelerate irreversibly. The total carbon contained in the melted soil of the permafrost zone is three times higher than that stored in all the forests on Earth combined. It is the largest source of greenhouse gases on Earth, and its release could suffocate the entire planet. Eventually, environmental changes caused by the melting permafrost will devastate all living creatures on Earth. In response to this critical problem, Zimov proposed to rebuild the permafrost's grassland ecology. The current tundra does not have flat topsoil formed by the stomping of megafaunas. The ground is covered by dark moss and lichen, which absorbs the heat from the sunlight. In the past, the flat permafrost was covered with lush grass. The furry herbivores were abundant in species and huge in size, including horses, buffaloes, reindeer, and the enormous woolly mammoths. They trampled and tilled the topsoil as they grazed. As a result, the snow got compressed, and the layer of soil on the surface was churned and exposed to the cold air. This kept the permafrost cold, and the melting rate remained relatively slow. At the same time, the heavy and white snow covering large and flat pastures reflected most of the sunlight, thereby keeping the ground temperature low. Zimov managed to stock moose, Yakutian horses, Finnish reindeer, and even North American bison in the Arctic Reserve with limited budgets. Because of the small herds, he and his son also mimic larger herds' behavior by using tractors, pile drivers, and bulldozers. To recreate the effects of the woolly mammoths on the land, he even acquired a World War II tank. The result of his experiment were significant. Within the 160-square-kilometer refuge, he had lowered the permafrost temperature by an average of 9 degrees Celsius. This result was in line with the theory that at the end of the Ice Age, which was more than 10,000 years ago, the megafauna of the Pleistocene era had lived in balance with their ecology. The reintroduction of similar megafauna like the woolly mammoths could help sustain the stability of the ecology. If it could be promoted on a larger scale, it could maintain the frozen state of the permafrost and defuse the ticking time bomb. In this way, the resurrection of the woolly mammoths became an urgent matter with the mission of rescuing the Earth's ecosystem. That's all for part 1. We have just learned why scientists specifically chose to revive woolly mammoth instead of other species. The first reason is they want to remedy the negative effects of animal hunting and create a miracle of life. The second and more pressing reason is to defuse the crisis of melting permafrost and protect Earth and lives on it. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. 
Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.